breath of God. Come from the four winds, breathe on these slain, that they may live. The breath of God is to breathe the comfort of peace, the peace of God we have in Jesus the Messiah, through a gentle, quiet voice, through psalms and hymns, reading some poetry. And God said to Elijah, Go forth and stand upon the mount of the Lord. And the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord was not in the earthquake. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And it was so, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out to listen. And behold, there came a voice unto him. Experience the breath of God as he heals the brokenhearted, proclaims liberty to the captives, comforts those who mourn in Zion, gives beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. My prayer for you is let the word of the Messiah in all its richness live in you in all wisdom as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude to God in your hearts. Now enter into the Holy of Holies with me. Experience the presence of God as we explore the message today, beginning with my own personal testimony, the breath of God. I was living in Venice Beach, California, Weird things happen in Venice, California, but this night changed my life forever. I had been suffering with severe depression, anorexia nervosa, and bulimia. I had been diagnosed with mental illness called manic depression. I locked myself in my room for days at a time and mutilated my body. When I went to sleep at night, I was tormented by horrific nightmares of blood and monsters, ghosts, spirits, demons. Nightmares of murder and violence, of sheer terror. I was afraid to go to sleep every night and had been for years. I was taking speed, suicidal, hallucinating, and destroying myself. Even though I was surrounded by self-help, new age, and alternate religious books, I felt lost and hopeless in a pit of despair. I didn't believe in Satan. I didn't believe in demons. I believed in God. But I believed there were many ways to him. I believed Jesus was a good man, God's son, a teacher, a prophet. But I didn't believe he was with God and was God. I didn't believe he was the only way to God. One night in the depth of my despair, I called out to Jesus Christ alone in my bathroom. When I called out his name, I said, Jesus, deliver me. And at that moment, what I would call a huge supernatural breath sucked demonic creatures off my body. I saw them, about five of them, transparent, clawed, winged, and fanged-looking creatures, sucked off my body by the breath of God. In an instant, the split of a second, I was free. At that moment, I knew there was a Satan who hated me and desired to destroy my soul, I knew those demons had been sent to oppress me and drive me to suicide. And I knew at that moment the one name above all names who we should call upon to save us is Jesus. I laid in the bathroom floor for a long time and then I cried and fell asleep. The next morning I took communion, just me and God, 
in my little room by the beach. I committed my soul to him, to his son, to Jesus the Messiah, the one who had sucked creatures of darkness and destruction off of my body. I stayed quiet with him all day, and the next morning I woke up with a song in my heart. I had joy coming out of the depth of my being and peace. Where there had been loneliness, pain, hopelessness, and desperation, a song had begun, the most beautiful song I had ever heard, a song of heaven, of angels, of laughter, of peace. The difference with Jesus is peace. I grabbed my guitar and I went down to the boardwalk. I sang, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I knew, I just knew, Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the Lord, the Savior of the whole world. My life was changed forever and still is. And now I come to you with this message in his name, the only name one must call on to be saved. And anyone who calls upon him, he gives the right to be sons and daughters of God. Lord, I pray you will bring your comfort, your peace, to those who are serving and hurting and mourning today, to those who are searching for you, crying out to you with their voice from their lips or in the depths of the silence of their hearts. For truly you hear our hearts even before we speak. Prepare our hearts, Lord, as we read Psalm 142. I cry out to the Lord with my voice. I pour out my complaint before him. I confess to him all my troubles. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, the Lord, you, you alone knew my path. I look for you on my right hand, but who would know me? Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. You are my refuge. I pour out my prayer unto thee, for you are my portion, Lord. Attend unto my cry and bring my soul out of prison, that I might praise your name, for you will deal bountifully with me. I ask that you would allow comfort to come to those who are suffering today, and you would allow me to bring that comfort as you have comforted me with your peace to each listener as we explore your word and your life in the presence of your Holy Spirit. Today, I'd like to read to you a part of a book I wrote called No More Black Days. It's to find complete freedom from depression, eating disorders, and other compulsive behaviors. I'm suffering in silence. I'm slowly dying. No one knows. I would be too ashamed to tell. Even if I did tell, they wouldn't understand. I'm growing in silence. I want so badly to live. But who will know when I'm strong? I still would be too ashamed. They would not understand what a triumph it would be for me to get through a normal day of eating. This is my story, my struggle to live through anorexia and bulimia with severe depression, rebelling against every known method of treatment, which left me feeling alone that no one could understand or offer help until I met someone who could offer me both. 
Not only could he see right through to my heart, he touched my life and he gave me a brand new start. This is not a typical nightmare of a girl starving for attention, but a reality of hope, love, and peace, a way of life through him who knows your heart. The best part still remains. He is available to you too, anytime, anywhere, no appointment necessary. All he asks is for a broken heart waiting to be filled with his perfect love. I don't have the answers, but he does. Sometimes I feel so scared and so alone, wondering why I keep trying to smile. I feel like crying. Why me? Why do I feel so deep? Why am I different, or am I? I lay alone, unable to face reality, cold. The cut is so deep from my own knife, dropping red on the script as I perform the most difficult act, my life. Writing more each day, the show must go on. More makeup, please. I need a smile for this scene. The struggle, the obsession. Is there anything more humiliating, more disgusting, more discouraging to try to get out of? I don't know, but for me, this struggle was a way of life, a way of dealing with my problems, a way to keep thin and in control, a way to escape reality. During my last year of high school and my years of college and the first few years of trying to make it in the real world, I lived this hell. Day after day, I lived in my own secret, private hell. No, I didn't want it this way. This was not my idea of a charmed life or even a normal life. But for me, I had no other choice. I felt I had no other option. This abnormal behavior had become a way of living, of coping, of surviving. Abnormality had become my reality. This was my life. How I fit this obsession into my busy schedule, I'll never know. But it seemed like the busier I got, the more I used food to deal with, no, rather to escape from it all. After starving myself for years with anorexia nervosa, being very disciplined and controlled, I finally gave in. I wanted every bit of food I could eat, and my control became out of control with a frightening rate of speed. I have no reasons for doing what I did, at least no rational, logical reasons. I have only images and patterns of emotions driving me to this insane behavior of binge-purge cycle. It seemed like the only way out, as if I was in a room with only one door, and when I opened the door, I ran into a brick wall. Instead of searching for another way out, I just ran into the brick wall over and over, ramming my head against the solid mass until I was bruised, beaten, hopeless, and worn. Why would an intelligent, bright, young, attractive, talented girl like me perform such madness again and again? My childhood wasn't so bad. 
In fact, I had a lot going for me. To most, my future looked promising. To me, I saw endless black days existing with my hidden problem and my well-kept secret. How would I ever have a normal life? To have a husband and children seemed out of the question unless I could get rid of this problem. But this problem was no longer a problem. Like I said, it was a way of life. Hi, I'm Lori. I'm an architect, an artist. I'm athletic, outgoing, and fun-loving. And I use food, exercise, drugs, or alcohol to escape from every problem, fear, relationship, challenge, and emotion in my life. What a laugh. Try to get somewhere with that grotesque behavior making a black blot on your life. You may be able to live with people successfully hiding behind your guilt, but try to live with yourself. That's another story. So I looked for answers. I wonder if you are too. I wrote this book years ago in response to the burden I felt for others struggling just like me. I felt I had an answer. I felt I had peace amidst the storm. The answer is found in someone who understood me, in a God who knew my heart. I wrote this book to share his love with you. I don't go into a lot of specifics about myself. I just wanted to let you know how I feel and how I feel today. Maybe you or someone in your life is struggling with the very same thing. I hope you can relate. I hope I have relayed this message in a way that you will come to know Jesus as the one who can understand you and the one who can help you. I am not a doctor. I would not even attempt that position. Please give me a moment to tell a simple story about a God who changes lives. Even if you have tried it all before, give him a chance. I am here to introduce you to him, the healer. God touched my heart so clearly, so definitely. I can feel his touch even now ringing in my soul. On my knees in the dark, face wet with tears, cleansing my entire being, I reached up to touch his robe, somehow knowing only he could make me whole. And he reached down and melted my aching heart with healing and love and his forgiving words, Daughter, rise and go in peace. Your faith has made you whole. I was greatly impressed to write these words of truth to the world, to all who have struggled such as me, to their friends and families who have poured out their love, their time, their money, wanting desperately to help and understand. And then I laughed for I had been waiting at the time for a doctor who had never showed up. Not that I have anything against doctors of any kind, but I had a sense that God had planned this on purpose, and he reminded me that he is always available, any time, day or night, always willing to listen. He never forgets my appointment or tells me my hour is up. So I humbly, prayerfully bring this message to you, Perhaps in some small way it will reach the heart of someone struggling to be free of the chains that bind you to a world of performance where self-worth is based on what you do instead of who you are. For who you really are is a child of a great king created in his image for his glory, for his purpose, 
He loves you because he made you. To him you are a diamond, even if your life seems like a hunk of coal. All of the time, day or night, right or wrong, no matter what, he loves you. That's why he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you on the cross, to set you free. All you have to do is reach out to touch him, accept his love, let it flood your soul, let it fill you to overflowing. I'm just a little girl in a big world, one in a million, but he has picked me out of the mob to do miracles in my life, big miracles that only he can do, as I let him change my heart one step at a time. When God became real in my life, I was teetering on the ledge of a very steep cliff. A wall of rock I had been falling down, bouncing from ledge to ledge, grasping at any branch or stone I could hang on to. Any truth that would sustain me, I lunged for with all my strength, only to find it was loose rock, and I plunged farther into the bottomless valley below. Sometimes I would start to climb, but my power would not last long, and I would slip and fall into despair. Caught in a mad, mad world, created by my own hand, choices ignorantly made to be confident and in control, led to deadly disorders of anorexia nervosa, bulimia, and severe depression. A deadly interaction with self-control brought upon by the pressures of life with nowhere to turn but inward to a self, a self who tried every possible way to be happy but always came up empty-handed, a self who could find no peace until the love of the Lord God Almighty broke through the barriers to calm the waters and soothe the wild motion, to bring me to this place of peace and rest and the time of writing this book. For the love of God is so great that he might let me suffer so that he may use me to reach a hurting world, bringing his love to the pain and his sunshine to the rain. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble by the comfort that we ourselves have received from God. I stand before him in utter humility and candid openness. I stand before him in silent wonder and sacred stillness. Be still and know that I am God. I can feel his presence and experience the power of his might. Truly, he is the living God of all ages. He cares for me more than I'll ever know. His healing arrow of love has shot straight through my soul. It has hit the mark and exploded with light and love. Wow, I tremble under the splendor of it all. Why me? Why did he choose me to pour his blessings upon? Why does he choose any of us? All I know is that he does, and I am so thankful. I stand before all the world, knowing the truth has set me free, the truth of Jesus the Messiah, who is alive today, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am afraid to venture out in childlike faith, 
to admit that he, he alone, has done such a mighty work in me because of the miracles that are taking place in my life with no credit to man or to science. I owe all the credit where credit is due. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. Jesus says, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I say, you will know Jesus, and he will set you free, because Jesus is the truth. The truth of Jesus sets me free to be the me I always wanted to be, and I stand forgiven at the throne of God. I am his child, created in his image for his glory, for his purpose. I am special and unique, intricately designed by his hand. I am accepted exactly how I am. I am beautiful exactly how I stand with my face turned toward the sun, with the light of his truth filling my soul. I am free. I am forgiven. I am loved. The world tells me I must do something for self-worth or follow some formula for success. If I am thin enough, have Barbie doll legs, or smart enough, or know the right people, or read the current books, or drive the right car, then I am accepted. Do it right or forget the fight. The fight for what? Some empty worldly success? Who cares? The truth of Jesus Christ is so simple, so real, so fulfilling. I don't need anything else to sustain my spirit. He is complete within himself, and I am complete in him. These were, again, excerpts of my book, No More Black Days. It's written mostly for young women, but many age groups and men and women have really been able to walk in a deeper relationship with God through the book. It's a book to encourage a, a dialogue with God, a dynamic relationship with God. It's very uh, acceptable for a person who has never known God, never believed in God. It's a very simple yet prov provoking testimony. It was read by Princess Diana of Wales. She highly acclaimed the book. I was thankful to have her read it. Read it. And it has touch many lives. So I encourage you, if you know anyone with a compulsive behavior, manic depressant, severe depression, uh, psychological d disorders, anorexia nervosa, compulsive eating, that you would get a copy of this book today. And I pray for you, as Jesus prays for you, I pray that you too will be set free by his name, the name of Jesus alone. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening to you. 
what would I trying to tell me? I'm a listening, I'm a listening, I'm a listening to you. So many times I turn and walk away. I don't wait to listen to what you're trying to say. But now I'm here broken, lying on the floor. And I open the door, open the Lord, what are you trying to tell me? I'm a listening, I'm a listening, I'm a listening to you. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? I'm a listening, I'm a listening, I'm a listening to you. I'm running, I'm hiding, I'm lost in the sound. I turn up the radio, I don't want you around. But now I'm here surrounded and drowning in the noise. And I want to hear your voice, hear your voice. Speak softly to me, Lord. Caress me with your voice. I want to hear, I need to hear you now. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening to you. Lord, what are you trying? to tell me I'm a listening, I'm a listening, I'm a listening to you. The breath of God is a gift to you from your Father in heaven, brought to you by Evangelist Lori Malord, a Jewish believer in Jesus, the righteous Messiah, artist and author of No More Black Days and Walking Dead owner of Whitestone Publishing, Los Angeles. We at the Breath of God are praying for you. If you would like specific prayer, please send requests to the Breath of God, 3489 Ashwood Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90066. For a CD of the music you've heard, send $20. And for a copy of either book, No More Black Days or Walking Dead, send $15 to Whitestone Publishing, Los Angeles, 3489 Ashwood Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90066, USA. Or call 310-397-7214 or email lmalord at aol.com. to me.